Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song? course our best smartphone deals your choice of plan learn how to get the new samsung galaxy s24 plus with galaxy ai on us with eligible trade-in at&t connecting changes everything offers vary by device subject to change s24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time terms and restrictions apply see att.com samsung for details this is holly fry from stuff you missed in history class The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Let's go places. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hello, welcome inside Hour 3 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. 
live from the Fox Sports Radio Studio. Studio, studio. If cold candidate calls aren't turning into hot hiring leads, you need Indeed because Indeed's powerful hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all from one place. Find your next great hire visiting Indeed.com slash credit. Well, before we get to good news for a guy that hasn't had a lot of good news the last couple of days, uh, I, I am very happy, Mike Harmon, because... One of the big things I liked in Major League Baseball they were not going to have is coming back, right? We, they had gotten yeah, rid of these yeah, seven-inning yeah. doubleheaders. Okay, I kind of like seven-inning games. Uh, and they were getting rid of the runner at second base to start extra innings. I like that rule. It made the extra innings more fun. It was less wear and tear on a bullpen because games would end soon. There was more of a sense of urgency. They got rid of that. But now... They're going to bring it back for this season right now only, and they're going to continue to evaluate it. Uh, Part of the big changes Major League Baseball and Major League Baseball Players Association agreed on these couple of rule tweaks. They're also going to expand some rosters and a couple of other things. Uh, But the automatic runner on second base during extra innings, look, I love this idea. I know purists hate it, but... As time goes on, I think purists have to understand that everything's going to change. Not, everything's got to evolve with the times. At some point, baseball's always been the slowest to do it. This is a good change. It's a good change because, look, do you need 16-inning games where you burn through reliever after reliever, where everybody's waiting for the big hit, everybody's trying to swing from the heels in a home run, and then the next day you got to send half your bullpen down to the minors and bring up a whole bunch of new guys, and, and maybe your next day you're leaving and you're, you're basically throwing the next game away because you have to leave late at night, you have a day game the next day somewhere. Uh, this makes it better. It also makes it better to watch because to watch baseball, to get to extra innings, it's, you're kind of sit back and go, okay, now it's going to kind of wait. No, now you have a sense of urgency. You still have the runner on second base. Games can end at any time. You're going to see runs on the board most likely. If you don't see a run in the top of the inning, likely you get that run in the bottom of the inning, and you're going to wind up seeing a game that's decided in an exciting way in extra innings. I get it. I, I get the purest desire to say, oh, you're changing it. Uh, eventually you got to change things. The bigger bases are here too, Mike. they got the bigger bases uh. all ready to go. So, yeah, I'm okay with this one. The bigger bases. What are we trying to <laughs> televise from space? What are we doing? Uh, look, the, the ghost runner, fine. It's, I hated the seven innings more. So I guess if I'm going to have to compromise and I have to take one of them, this is the lesser of the evils. That's how a lot of folks talk about local and federal elections all the time. All right, I'll take the lesser of two evils. Hey, that, that see, I, I played it right down the middle, folks, so you can all hate me. Uh, but the, the idea is, you know, for bullpen management, look, folks are – I guess it's one less thing they'll have to worry about because there's um, – you know, just like they, they took away the – the pitcher and the double switches and everything by adding the universal DH. I mean, what's a manager going to do now? He's got no job anymore. Ah, he's still got other things to do. He could just just have to have to, have to worry at all about. All right, now I'm going to burn Let's out a scratch himself. And and, uh, Look, I, I, I don't some, care. Uh, some seeds. I mean, come on. If if I have two choices to make between relief pitcher's arms burning out and a manager having more to do, I'm going to pick the relief pitcher's arms burning out. I'm going to, I'm going to pick that. Because, look, you look at guys and that's what happens to them, right? Some years, hey, hey, he had a great year last year. He was in 88 games. Guess what? That means he's done because his arm is cooked. Because when you come in and pitch every other day, 
yeah, that's too much stress on you because you're coming into high leverage innings. And if there's any way to avoid that a little bit, yeah, I'm okay with that. I, I'm okay with doing that. I'm, I'm okay with Buck Showalter just sitting with his hands in the pouches of his pocket that he's going to do for most of the game anyway. I, I'm okay with that. That, that. that works out to me. There's other things you have to worry about. The Mets bullpen is still going to stink. He's still going to have to bring guys in. But overall, for all the teams, yeah, I, it, it's a better watch. It's a more fun watch because you'll watch more because you know that anything can, can change here, right? If, let's say this, right? Let's I, say you, you If you I'm already invested after nine innings, I'm not running away in the tenth because there's no ghost runner. No, but you know what? You're getting on your iPad in the tenth that, oh, now we're in extra innings. The game's not going to end for a while. I'll get on my iPad. I'm going to go make a sandwich. I'll go send a couple of emails. I'll check back in on the game. No, now it's okay. I got to get back. Got a runner at second to start the inning. We, we, we can get a run here. It, it's, it's, it's more of a sense of urgency to watch the game. I, that, that, that's where I like the most part of it. If it's going to make you feel better about yourself, I mean, look, I'm, I'm all, I can't tell you how to feel. Just, it, it hurts my sensibilities. I'm sorry you don't like it, buddy. I'm, I'm sorry. No, I'm it's sorry. okay. Look, I don't get much what I want in this world anyway. So why, why should I, <laughs> why should I get an empty second base in the tenth? It's, it's okay. All right, all right, very good. I, that, that's not the one I'm going to fight about. No, I mean, okay. like, there, there's a lot of hills to die on in the job that we do <laughs> in terms of the arguments made, hot take nonsense, etc. Whether the ghost runner returns or not. Not exactly the one that's going to stir the drink too heavily. I just, the thing that incenses me, and, and I'll hear everything about the, the pitcher's arms, right? Because that's, that's certainly something I think there there's, should be the long-term investigation of exactly what went differently from the way guys pitched in the 70s and 80s to now to where we have to worry about arm injuries to this level. And, and maybe it's that, you know, they don't pitch enough and, and multi-sports or whatever else. I, I have no idea uh, what the data would suggest there. Uh, there's a deep dive to be had there, and I'm sure there are plenty of those uh, underway. But the, the other is just when, when we start arguing about the games being too long, we're back to Rob Manfred's pet project of pace of play. And I really, I know you're trying to expand the game, right? And do all that. But your your baseball fans are going to watch the 10th or 11th inning or the supersized game uh, when they come in frequently. But, again, if they decided the data was enough to, to have it go around another season, let's go. That just means yeah, your guys, go your starters bed, are going to have to pitch the 8th or ninth because folks are going to be really waiting to then salivating on your bullpen again. You know, you, I, but I think you look at it from being the fan you are. And, and, and most people, okay, if a game goes to extra innings and it gets to the 10th, 11th inning, they say, you know what, uh, you know, 7 o'clock, my, my alarm clock goes off at 7 o'clock whether I go to sleep at the end of this game or if I go to sleep right now. So you know what, I'm not going to watch the end. I'll find out. Well, one game the start times it's, is a whole other matter. <laughs> it's, you know, but but look, but that's not going to change, right? So it's like, okay, so, but if I know that maybe the game's going to end in the next two innings, I'll stay up and watch it. But if we get past the 10th inning, you know what, I'm going to bed because I got a long day tomorrow. I'll find out who won in the morning. It's game number 94 of 162. But if you show me that it could end, yeah, more people are going to stick around, man. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Uh, Twitter and You're agreeing with Rob Manfred. I hate you now. <laughs> no, I'm not agreeing. How on, dare Rob. you? Listen, and how about a fresca? He just sided with Rob Manfred. Did you Stop. hear that, people? Stop. I love baseball. Rob Manfred hates baseball. There's a big fundamental difference <laughs> between the two of us. Uh, but 
I have good news for Baker Mayfield. You do? As, yes. You know, it's, it's very weird, right? Oh, my God. Yes, I do. I, I, you know, there's been nothing but bad news for the guy the last few days, right? Baker those, Mayfield, those checks all still cleared from your no, first four No, that is years. good. But in, in the end, you know, yes, he does have money, but you want to achieve professionally, and he's not had a great last few days because the Browns have cut bait on him. Uh, they're going to trade him. They signed Deshaun Watson, and he doesn't really seem to have any suitors right now. And that's been the most erroneous storyline of the past couple of days nobody wants baker mayfield nobody wants him because today what we found out that the panthers and baker mayfield have mutual disinterest in one another that's like that's like me in high school that's one of the greatest lines ever do you like her no i can't stand her well she doesn't like you either yeah we don't like each other that's fine we have mutual disinterest oh look nobody wants baker mayfield look the panthers would rather have sam darnold well of course they would because they already got him they're already paying him and he's every bit as bad as baker mayfield why would you want another one of the same guy you know you're trying to work to happily ever after that's all fine (laughs) and good but first you're gonna have to work through mutual disinterest but he, Coming soon sounds, to theaters near you. That's like a movie with Ryan Reynolds and The Rock. Mutual disinterest. <laughs> uh, but here's where that is an erroneous storyline. Nobody wants Baker Mayfield. No. Nobody wants Baker Mayfield at $19 million a year because he's making $18.8 million for this year because the, the Browns picked up his option and you're locked in. So now, if you're another team, do you want Baker Mayfield at $19 million knowing full well he may not be your quarterback? No way. Do you have interest in him? Yes, because he's a former number one overall pick, and he has shown at times, he has shown glimpses. Is he worth a... a curiosity let's bring him in and see if he plays with us this year he can win the job at some point because we don't have any other options at quarterback yes he has interest but not at 19 million dollars a year so when the browns release him which is going to happen you talked about it last night they can't find trade partners no because no it doesn't matter fifth round pick sixth round pick teams don't care about that if i get a quarterback that's good great but i'm not going to pay 18 million dollars for a guy who may not be any good so once he gets released yeah then there's going to be all kinds of interest in him because then you're going to see the Steelers are going to get interested because, hey, we don't have to pay for the guy. Maybe he wants to come to us and and really show uh, the Browns what uh, they gave up on. We have an opening at quarterback. We don't know that we're going to give the job to Mitchell Trubisky. Sorry, he's Mitch now. And and we just we, we want to create competition. Yeah, we'll go for it. Would the Seahawks have interest? Yeah. We don't want to hand the job to Drew Locke. Pete Carroll preaches competition all the time. Got to earn your spot every day. Is that a rah-rah place for Baker Mayfield? Sure. I know the Giants signed Terod Taylor to back up Daniel Jones, but you think the Giants wouldn't be interested in Baker Mayfield if he, if he became available? Yes, because you're paying the guy $5 million. You're giving him a one-year $5 million deal with a chance to hit 10 to $12 million in incentives if he winds up playing a certain number of games, takes a certain number of snaps. And if he does, you're fine with that. So you're okay with your backup or a guy coming in who may start, who may be an answer, for $5 million. If not, he's your backup for a year, and then you're moving on. I mean, that, that, so there is a market for me, and it will happen very quickly. It'll happen right after he gets released because there are teams that are really stuck at quarterback that they're not doing anything to hold themselves back by bringing in Baker Mayfield. The Seahawks can still bring in Mayfield and draft a quarterback. So can the Giants. So can the Steelers. All these teams can do that. So once he gets released and the cost isn't going to be there, 
yeah, he'll get snapped up pretty quick because he still has that pedigree because teams will go back to the fact that he was a first-round pick in the, in the draft. He started for the last few years, and he has played well at times, though not lately. Let's see what he does with us. So, yeah, there will be that market there for him. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, look at what the Trubisky signed for. I mean, obviously, Jameis, since he was already in-house and had demonstrated for a few weeks before he'd gotten hurt what he was potentially capable of doing, uh, that, that he got a higher deal. But, yeah, it, there's, there's no need to go and trade for a guy making this kind of money. So anybody that was expecting, all right, what do they get from now? They get a whole bottle of nothing. And they get to see the $18 million go away. And now they have to worry about Deshaun Watson next steps in the civil cases and everything else. For, for, for Mayfield, it's a, a little bit of a rehab, uh, a redemption tour, as it were. Because he's got to clear his name of some of the, the chatter around him in terms of you know, how good a teammate he was, how good a listener and, and, and worker he was with his coaches. Like, there's a lot of fans that love him in Cleveland, right? He got him a playoff victory. They hadn't seen one of those forever. So, yeah, there's still going to be some residual love. But there's enough stories and enough smoke that, you know, he's got fires to put out getting out of here. And you haven't exactly seen a conga line to microphones to go and, and kiss his ass on the way out either. Right. That's something that's got, you know, very telling in a lot of it's like Bucky Brooks, you know, telling us before going, hey, all these trades tell you what people think of the new quarterbacks. Well, you, you don't see radio silence if everybody loves you uh, as you leave either. So uh, I, I think there's something to that. And there's plenty of places where there's unsettled quarterback positions. But I don't think any of them are going to be in a rush to bring him in. I think legitimately all the places you mentioned outside of Carolina, which is a whole other mess in the mutual disinterest. Um, everybody knows what they – kind of eager to find out what they have. So bringing him in probably doesn't necessarily help the process in that evaluation. But it's the curiosity of, you know, what's the redemption tour? Where's the stop? Does he go on uh, Colin's couch and have a heart-to-heart. -heart. How about that? <laughs> Twitter and Al fresca Mike gets swollen dome. So remember, the correct narrative is no market at $18 million. Yeah. The minute he gets cut, there's a big market. Yeah, I think in the end, I mean, he could come on here. I'd be happy to talk him through it. Oh, sure. Sure. Well, he hates me from the, from the tweet a couple of years ago. So, you know, there, there's that. He's not a big Yeah, the only mind. person I'm currently blocked by is the birthday boy. Happy 91st to William Shatner. Wow, Shatner's blocked you? Well, I mean, evidently I was tangential to the Maller militia and Ben Maller. Uh, so when they were having their spats with Shats, yeah. uh, they, they picked me up. I was collateral damage. I went to wish him a happy birthday. I couldn't even tag him. Oh, wow. I should check and see if I'm still blocked by Jamal Adams. I bet you still got me blocked. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. If cold candidate calls aren't turning into hot hiring leads, then you need Indeed, because Indeed's powerful hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all from one place. Find your next great hire visiting Indeed.com slash credit. Run it back! <laughs> well, it's funny you say that, Alex Tyson, because I was actually ready for that. I was ready for it. This time. You thought you were going to scare me? I mean, it still sounds scary. They're going to scare me, but I was ready for it this time. 
I'm surprised. Yeah, I was ready because, well, because we're going to talk about Aaron Donald and, and Odell Beckham Jr. and running Yay. it back. Uh, the Rams today, not resting on their laurels, have said they want Odell Beckham Jr. back and are looking for a win-win deal with Aaron Donald. General Manager Les Needs saying this earlier today. They definitely want to re-sign Odell Beckham Jr. Of course, it's a little bit complex because, you know, Beckham tore his ACL in the Super Bowl and probably isn't going to be able to play until midseason. Aaron Donald wants a new deal. He's the best defensive player in the NFL still. So uh, they are chatting back and forth. Now, before you go all doom and gloom and all that, I am sure that both of these things are going to happen. They will get Odell Beckham Jr., who will sign a deal. They'll figure it out, and they'll pay him a small amount of money this year and bigger money next year. I'm sure they will keep him, and I am sure they will figure out a way to keep the best defensive player of the NFL. They're not just going to wave goodbye to Aaron Donald. Why? Because the Rams have aced something that you need to ace in the NFL in 2022 and beyond if you're going to win. You have to be able to ace putting the roster together unlike any other team. And that's what the Rams do. The Rams in their blank those picks philosophy, they have ushered a new era in the NFL, and they're lucky they're at the top of it, and other teams are slow to adopt it, right? The Rams for years have been playing the, hey, we don't need this first-round pick because we're going to go get Jalen Ramsey and keep him. Oh, okay, we don't, we're going to get a keep to leave. We're going to make a move here. We're going to go get Odell Beckham Jr. We don't need draft picks because we're bringing in proven players that are going to play for a couple of years. What are the odds a player that we draft is going to be a starter for us? Maybe, but you know what? I can go get a guy that's going to start right now. I can trade a couple of first-round picks for Matthew Stafford. Why? Because we're not going to get a better quarterback than that in the draft. And he's got a few years left and he's durable he throws 30 touchdowns a year he throws 40 touchdowns this year they win the super bowl the rams have aced the modern nfl right now in 2022 in being able to put a roster together going year to year paying the guys you want to pay moving on from the guys you want to move on and doing it in such a way that everybody else is still playing catch-up. They're not locked into guys for a long period of time. Yes, when you trade those first-round picks away, they're not coming back. But, okay, we're getting guys here, and we're going to continue to make trades for guys. We're going to continue to bring guys in. They found a way to do this now for five years and running, right? This is this used to be a one- or two-year fix. Boy, you're going to have to pay at some point. The Rams are clearly showing we don't have to pay. Oh, we'll go get Von Miller, and we'll win a Super Bowl. You know what that means? We've become a destination. Someone's going to take less to come play with us. We're going to be able to make a trade for somebody in the middle of the season. They're going to be okay with coming to play for us. The Rams have aced the biggest thing. How do you maintain a championship roster in an era where it's so much more difficult to because of salary cap constraints, because of draft? The Rams have figured it out, and you got to give them credit. They, they look like the Patriots and the Steelers of the early 2000s that could keep teams together and keep it rolling no matter who they drafted, who they signed, like the Lakers since 1980. We're keep bringing star players in and figuring out things around us. And every few years, we win a championship. They got to start getting that kind of credit because they, they know how to adjust moment to moment better than anybody else in the NFL and everybody else is playing catch up. Well, I think the biggest thing is just removing the idea that salary cap is a four-letter word, right? Because you hear that, and it's a nice excuse you can make with your fan base until you actually dig around and you watch – what the Rams have done, what some other teams do, and the, the manipulation that can be had. Oh, look how close they are to the cap. No, we just convert this here. We defer that there. And ta-da, there's an extra $10 million to spend. It's like the pencil trick uh, that Heath Ledger does in Dark Knight. 
Ta-da! <laughs> there it goes. So it's it's the same thing, and it's fuzzy math. I mean, it's really what it gets down to, right? Very quietly amongst the quarterback carousel, Matthew Stafford just got re-signed too. Right, let's not forget that in this whole process. I'm glad you mentioned Von Miller. He came in, got his chip, and left. Went and got himself a nice, healthy deal in Buffalo. What I think is curious here, and, and I don't doubt that Aaron Donald comes back. He, he either comes back or he retires. Doesn't that sound familiar? Wasn't that what folks were saying for a long time? Um, but for Odell Beckham Jr., it's curious, right? There's a report, Mary Kay Cabot, uh, amongst others out of Cleveland, saying, well, with Deshaun there, he, he might be amenable to showing back up in a Cleveland Browns uniform. Interesting. You've got the Patriots, Judon and others coming around and, and sniffing around. You had him quoting on social media how much he liked the move of Matt Ryan to the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, and then uh, Chris Ballard was on with McAfee and said, well, he's a, a heck of a player and I'm glad he likes the move. And that was all he had to say about it. Uh, And obviously the Rams, and I'm sure there's some others kicking the tires, trying to figure out how quickly is he back to 100%. Because the guy that you saw playing with the Rams, much different situation and obviously a much different level of success than we saw in that painful partial season plus with Cleveland there. So I, I think there's there's potential for some fireworks because, I mean, when you look at the wide receiver market outside of the draft where we'll start getting excited about the re- receivers again here pretty fast, that I think that's where the, the value could come in here, Jason, is a guy like Odell Beckham Jr. be it a big chip, right? Because the guy they traded away, I mean, you saw the heartfelt, you know, little letter that Cooper Cup wrote to Robert Woods being traded out of there. I mean, they hated that. I mean, they brought in Allen Robinson, and that's fantastic. And I love Allen Robinson. I think he's a better receiver. And I'm curious to see what happens when he's not on the Jaguars or the Bears. <laughs> in terms of – and look, and that's not to say – and it's, I'm not denigrating Trubisky in that and the other quarterbacks that have been there, Dalton or, or Justin Fields in his limited spots uh, at times this year with Allen Robinson on the field. It's that you had a terrible play caller and designer. Hell, Trubisky threw him uh, – Naggy under the bus in his opening uh, press conference talking mm-hmm. about the biggest difference there, right? So uh, that, that'll flow through. But with Robert Woods, I mean, that's, we haven't talked a lot about that. Him going to Tennessee is a pretty good pick up there. Uh, and then obviously with Odell Beckham Jr., he's, he's the proverbial bell of the ball. Look, and, and would they have, they didn't have to trade Robert Woods, right? They didn't have to, but I, I'm sure they traded Robert Woods to tell Odell, hey, there's a spot for you, man. We're going to have you here. We'll, we'll make it work without you for a little while because we sure. still have really good guys, right? You know, look, we, we, we just made a move. We still like Van Jefferson, right? We, 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 we still got everything we need, right? We're all good. But there's a spot for you because clearly we will need one. We will need something. We're looking at it just like last year. You come in midseason, and, and he's like, yes, yes, I want to be here. We're going to give you money. It's going to be a contract. No, I have no doubt that's why the, the Robert Woods contract was made that way, just so they could give Odell that message of, hey, be cool with us. Hang out for a bit and, and, and hang with us, and we're going to bring you back here. Because maybe this is not a move that's going to happen right now, uh, that it might be, hey, let us figure things out, and we'll bring you back sometime closer to the summer. And Odell Beckham stays unsigned because anybody who sniffs around, his, his agent says, listen, he's going back to the Rams at some point. They go, 
Okay, great. Thanks a lot. So I'm sure that's why this was done. Say, listen, hey, we got the spot for you. You see it right there. Just just give us a little bit of time. See how things go with the draft. We'll resign. You'll work on a deal. You're coming back with us. We got to get Aaron Donald in. We got to do a couple of other things, but we're bringing you in, and you're going to be our guy. And so he may sit out there and not have a team for a while, but he'll sit out there not have a team because the rest of the league will understand, oh, he's going back to the Rams. Now, could a team come out of nowhere and say, hey, Odell, we really want you. Here's $9 million a year. In theory, yeah, but who's going to do that to Odell? He's 29, coming off a torn ACL. No, you know, you could get a team to do it. Maybe you could see a team doing that. I I could see maybe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going, hey, we lost Antonio Brown. We got that. But outside of that, sometimes you talk about a fit and where a guy wants to be, and it's clear Odell Beckham wants to be a Ram. So, and I don't think the Rams would have done that if they didn't feel pretty certain that we're going to bring Odell back in some form at some point. And we'll show you by trading away Robert Woods. Or maybe you love Van Jefferson just so much. He still, <laughs> still keep waiting to see if there's a, another name to it. I mean, you know, you got Van Morrison, so I guess it works. But Van Jefferson and Van Helsing. Uh, so maybe he's a, you know killer of werewolves and vampires on the side too uh but the sounds more like a band like van jefferson hey you heard the van jefferson song yeah oh man it's awesome dude really it's fantastic yeah no there there's certainly uh something to be be said there I, I wouldn't rule out a team coming over the top though uh there is van hunt who opened for the afghan wigs and who is halle berry's boyfriend Really? Oh, yeah. I did not know that. He's kind of a big deal. Right there. He's fantastic, too. Very soulful. Okay. Oh, he was great. All right. I did not know that. So there you go. I I just thought I'd add one more legend. Hey, thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. Well, he's the one taking all those shots when she's on vacation. (laughs) So the internet owes Van Hunt a great debt of gratitude for style and and fit and comfort and, and all of the different things that they've now gone out to buy their significant others because they were modeled so brilliantly by Halle Berry in her posts. See, but here's the thing. Van Jefferson sounds like a band. Van Hunt sounds like a football player. Just think about that. Doesn't Van Hunt sound like a linebacker? Yeah. Inside linebacker Van Hunt on the tackle. Boy, he's got eight tackles. He's having a great game. Van Hunt sounds like a linebacker. I got got no issue with that. I I think it's pretty good. They got to change names. So they got to change names. Van Jefferson becomes Van Hunt. Van Hunt becomes Van Jefferson. That's how it works. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Arbin. Yes! Live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. It's all getting all psychedelic now. Let's get psychedelic. <laughs> awesome. Um, while we're going back to the 70s, man, uh, tonight, Zion Williamson decided to do something on social media 
where he's been kind of quiet on most of the year. He hasn't played all year with the Pelicans. And last night there were reports that Zion's not going to play again the rest of the season. Right? Not going to play at all this year for New Orleans as he rehabs from his foot injury. Well, Zion put a five-second video on Instagram tonight of him at the Pelicans facility throwing the ball off the backboard, catching it, going between his legs, and then finishing with a left-handed slam. Now he's wearing his new Zion sneakers, the Zion 2s. But I don't think there's any coincidence that after the report last night, Zion's not going to play anymore. Here's this video that goes up of him looking pretty healthy. And I ask you this, even if you are the most skeptical of people in the world, do you honestly think Zion's going to play for the Pelicans ever again? He's been away from the team. He just came back. He wants to show the rest of the league, I'm healthy, come get me. He's not going to play for them again. I, don't, I can't believe he actually didn't pull an Eli Manning and say, don't draft me when he had the chance to. But he went there, and now look what's going on. He's played enough to show that he could be the new Shaquille O'Neal of the league. He's got an it factor unlike anybody else that's come into the league the last few years. He just has it. But – He's not going to play anymore for New Orleans. You can't, I, I can't believe he's that injured. When you are running and, and putting the ball between your legs and dunking like that, yeah, I, I don't know that you're that hurt. And, 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 and it could be a video of him saying, I'm ready to come back if it wasn't for the report last night, Zion's not going to play the rest of the season. Clearly, he is not in it to win it with the Pelicans. You don't know what's going on behind closed doors, but there's no coincidence last night and tonight are here. He's going to move on. And I'm sure in the offseason, he's going to demand a trade, and it's going to be a big feeding frenzy to go get Zion Williamson. Because if he's not played for him right now, he's got the shoe contract, he's got paid, he's got everything. He can sit, he can wait. He can wait. He can go to his new team when he's 21 years old. Right? I can sit out one more. I'll go to my new team when I'm 21, 22. I'm just starting my NBA life, man. And I'm healthy. I want to show everybody I'm healthy. Come get me. Trust me, in the offseason, that will be the big story. It's not going to be NBA free agency. It's going to be Zion wants out. He's no longer going to play for the Pelicans. And here's a list of teams I want to come get me. Lakers, Knicks, whoever it was, whoever he wants on that list, Knicks, Bulls, whatever it is, Knicks, whoever he has on that list, that's where he's (laughs) going to want to go. And that's going to be the story of the offseason. Still growing, listed at 6'6". Turns 22 on July 6th. Still a kid. Still learning and recognizing what they have. Now, they've got a pretty good squad in pieces there in New Orleans. But clearly that's not where his family wanted them to be. Remember all those reports coming out ahead of the draft, which is why we got to talking about an Eli Manning situation and whether he'd force it instead Decided, all right, we'll run with it. New Orleans gets their prized possession. Maybe the invisible hand of the NBA saying, please, please don't screw this. Because it's a franchise at this point where you're watching superstar after superstar or would-be superstar decide they don't want to play there. And I got to think that that's got to be part of every annual meeting at this point. I don't know. What do we do with New Orleans? Right, all this talent that comes through. But that aside, for Zion to put this up, and I, I know folks were making fun of the the floor because if you paid attention to the floor as he was getting into his jump and landing, it's like there's a lot of give on that. So it's like, what what's going on there? Uh, is is there is it spring loaded, uh, as it were? Hey, that would be a good shoe too while you're at it. Spring but, is that a shoe? Hang on, let me look at spring loaded shoe and see. Spring loaded, spring loaded shoe. Let me see. If anybody's got that. No, I think you can patent that. 
and have spring-loaded shoe. I think you can do it. Well, you know, then maybe we have to look into that. But in in the interim, you got a guy who's going to be highly coveted. Again, still young, star power, puts asses in seats, sells merch, jerseys, etc. Zion Williamson uh, will be able to get forces out. He's gonna. He might have to be the bad guy short term, though. Say, you know what? I'm done with this. I don't think he'll mind that that because he's he's so likable and he's such a big star. I don't think it matters. I think people feel bad for him. Look at him stuck in New Orleans. Boy, they stink. Uh, It's different than Russell Wilson and, and, and other players who have played and achieved and won and now things are bad. You're not doing what I want. He's not said anything, and that's the big difference is that he's not said I'm unhappy. He's just going to not say anything and then just say, I want out. And that's well, be to, be, to be fair, though, Jason, did any of those quarterbacks until, you know, the end really say anything about being unhappy? No, they used all their media mouthpieces to do it. Yeah, but we knew they were unhappy. And Zion yeah, but, hasn't told anybody yeah, he's unhappy. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, been but, nothing. But, no, no, no. But there's been enough r- rumors of his, his displeasure, his mutual disinterest. Just well, look, kidding. John Kuhn is not going on the radio saying, hey, Zion's unhappy in New Orleans. I mean, you're just getting, hey, I've heard reports of. No, the, this was you had people saying it and, 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 and definitive reports of this is what Russell Wilson said. This is what Aaron Rodgers said. It's, it's different if you just don't say anything or, or you don't have people say. It's just a little bit different from it is for everybody else. Well, maybe LeVar Ball take up for him. Oh, that'd be – you've got to get my – Got to get my kids with uh, Zion. We can win a lot of championships. Well, they, they, they had one with him. <laughs> Twitter and how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome. We got more big news out of the NBA coming up next right here. Jason and Mike, you are listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, that Zion would make him a bowl. That would Knicks. make him a bowl. He'd go back with Lonzo. Knicks.